Hey there to all my listeners tuning in. Welcome to Fractured Poet, a podcast for all of you poetically insane individuals like me who love getting lost in the art of poetry. Podcasting from Ontario, California, I am your host, Katrina Wisniewski, just another person in the world obsessed with words, striving to make sense of it all. Okay, so today's episode is pretty much like the one from a couple weeks ago. Not this past week's, but the week before. Straight from the notebook, I think it was called, or random, whatever it was. This is also another straight from the notebook. Um, These are not recent poems, well, at least the first two aren't, kind of. Um, They're very recent. So, um, the poems that I have chosen for this episode are poems that have been in a notebook since the early 2000s. I think most of the ones that I have are between 2007 and 2013-ish, somewhere around there. Possibly even maybe a 2004 in there. I don't even remember what I have. But, again, this is coming straight from the notebook. I did type it on a Word document before um, I did this episode, but I have not rewritten it. I have not done any edits. I haven't done any, well, maybe small altercations to certain phrases, but nothing major. I have not rewritten any of these poems at all. Well, maybe the second one that I'm going to read off, but that's beside the point. But yeah, Um, these are coming straight from notebooks I have had since the early 2000s. So without further ado, um, this first one, however, is very recent, October 1st to be exact. Um, this one is called As the Raven Raps. Knock, knock, as the raven raps. No sense of time. The door shakes ever so violently. The weather is harsh. There is no place for comfort on this cold and dark night. Knock, knock, as the raven raps. So quick to judge, the storm is drawing near. The winds are taking speed, and yet the raven does not take heed. Knock, knock, as the raven raps so desperate in its attempts. Please give me shelter, that's all I ask. Still, the raven raps. Okay, so this poem actually came from reading a poem. I was reading a book called The Best Horror of the Year by Charlotte Montague. Montague? Um, it's basically a book of short stories, um, horror stories, if you want to call it, or very mind fuck of a stories. Very good book. Kind of short, but not really, but a really good book. So I, after reading quite a few short stories, I think I was mid, midway into the book or a little over midway into the book. And I came across a poem, I believe the one that I read that triggered this poem was called Sweeney Among the Straight Razors by Giselle 
Vanderhoeft, if I pronounce the name right. Um, whatever, whatever thoughts came to my mind while reading this poem or right after I read this poem, for some reason I had the urge to write this poem. I have no idea where the thoughts came from. It didn't even really relate to the poem, but it was just reading the poem and the feel that I got of it. it I, I kind of almost feel like this poem has a very Edgar Allan Poe feel, or at least that's how I felt or that's what my motivation was while writing this poem, even though I didn't read a Edgar Allan Poe poem. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't even, well, I mean, I know kind of where the motivation came from. Obviously, I just said it, but I, I don't know. I can't even really explain anything else that I've already said about this poem other than the motivation kind of came from a poem that I read in a book of short stories and after I wrote this poem and read it over a few times other than the obvious raven term this kind of felt like an Edgar Allan Poe poem so and that's pretty much all I can say about this poem so I am going to move on to the next one, and I apologize if you can hear clicking. I do have a bunch of word tabs open, so I don't have to sit here and flip through um, notebook pages so you hear pages in your ear, but you'll just hear clicking instead. So this one does not have a title, and this one was originally written on January 30th of 2010. So again, this one does not have a title. Upon this crimson night, the sky reveals its evil smite. Awake and alert, for she knows she might convert. She comes across an eerie town, suddenly spotting a tiny playground. The sky is dark, the breeze is cold, such a perfect night for a stroll. She lurks in the shadows, slithering through like dominoes. She summons the wind, so harsh and unkind. The trees begin to sway, until the last leaf is left astray, shaking the moods that hide beneath, as she creeps her way around the reef. Eyes are shifting, voices are screaming, it's time to do some scheming. A grin sweeps across her face, setting everything in its place. Okay, and like I said before I started, this poem was originally written on January 30th of 2010, and it was rewritten September 27th of 2021. I had read over the original poem and I liked the direction that I was going in. I liked the content. I liked the feeling, the emotion, however you want to word it, but it didn't sound right to me. And there, you know, that, that automatic, I have to edit thing comes in, um, I scrapped the whole thing. I left the concept. I left some of the phrases in there. I might have reworded them. But 
this is the revised version. Um, I tried really hard. You have no idea how hard it was to restrain myself from rewriting every single poem that I'm going to read in this episode. I cringed at some of the things. I kind of did have to leave things out and reword, but it wasn't anything major, like I said. This poem, I really like this poem. I could have done a lot better the way that I worded it the first time when I wrote it. I just, I don't know what it was. I had to, I mean, it didn't take long for me to rewrite this. It took maybe at the most a half an hour, if that, probably 15 minutes. Um, so it wasn't really all that difficult to rewrite, but I, because it was so long ago that I re, when I wrote it, I don't remember where my thoughts were when I wrote this, um, for all I know, I could have been, I could have watched a movie, I could have had a movie in in mind, or none of the above. Um, I can't really describe where my thoughts were for this poem, because I don't remember. And for all I know, I didn't really have any thoughts, it was just a random thing that popped up. But, yeah, this was written back in 2010, and revised version is September of 2021. So, um, I don't know when I was rewriting this, even when I was reading this, I, I don't know, maybe I was talking about a vampire or a werewolf or some kind of mysterical, mysterical, cause that's a fucking word. Mysterious creature or mystical is what I was trying to say. Um, mystical, um, creature. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess that's where I was going. Maybe that's what I was referring to without even saying the word. Because at one point, you know, in the poem, it says something about, um, awake and alert for she knows she might convert. Convert into what? I don't know because I didn't like initially put the answer in there. I guess that's left for the reader's imagination, so whatever, um, light your rocket, I guess, um, but yeah, I'm gonna shut up because there's nothing to really say about this poem other than what I've already said, so I will move on to the next one, and now we're gonna get into the really raw material straight from the notebook, no editing, none whatsoever. This one is called Poor Excuse. I've done the best I can, up until now. I have managed to rearrange my life, losing loved ones, misplacing my possessions, spending my days working hard, and now, there's nothing to show for it. I have sunk down to the lowest level, becoming a nobody, not caring about anything I do. I am worthless to some, and at the same token, I am just a poor excuse to others. A failure. My reputation has preceded me. The world has betrayed me. And what I did to deserve such treatment remains a mystery. Took nothing for granted. Worked hard. Yet somehow, I become the scum of the earth. Crying day after day. Wondering where my life went, 
Will I ever live again? Will I ever be forgiven? I need answers. Someone please give me answers. I am running in circles, not knowing where to go. Instead, I am left to question myself, second-guess my decisions, trying to come up with whatever I can. Why am I here? Treated like a nobody, I am a piece of dirt in the road, a pebble in someone's shoe. It's a slap in the face. That's what makes me a poor excuse. So this poem I wrote on January 21st of 2007. I don't really recall if this was a personal poem or this was just personal mixed with random. I will admit though that I have had these thoughts every now and then probably more often than I should, but, um, yeah, I kind of felt, uh, somewhat of a kinship with this poem. There are a lot of things in here that I am guilty of feeling, and it's, it's not a good feeling to have, and it's not really a good thing to refer yourself as a poor excuse, but and i'm not saying i'm i am or whatever but i can't i can't deny that the thoughts haven't crossed my mind one time or another but um again this was back in 2007 i don't know exactly where my mind was um it could have been exactly what the poem states you know i i felt this way maybe at one point during writing this poem or that was the whole motivation or purpose of writing this poem but um maybe it wasn't i don't know again i i don't i can't speak for other poets or other writers or however you know whatever you consider yourself i know a lot of my poetry does not necessarily reflect on me personally a lot of my poems describe in detail and sometimes morbid at times very personal, raw things and situations that I have never experienced or been through, or do I know anyone who's ever been through what I describe in my poems? They just come out. I might be feeling these things, but I haven't really felt them to the extent of what I describe in the poem, if that makes sense. Um, I don't know if that's all poets. I don't know how each poet thrives on how they write their poetry or how they form their poems or come up with the ideas. I just, I'm speaking for myself. There are a lot of times more often than not where I cannot explain to you the reader or the listener, however you want to refer to yourself as I can't explain to you where these poems come from. I can't explain what my thought process was. And I know I've said this in many of my episodes because I can read a poem that I just wrote and I can't even tell you where it came from. I can't even tell you why I had these thoughts. They they probably weren't even thoughts. They were just 
just shit that came out, just words that came out and formed and this is what you got. Like I cannot, I can't even explain how I can't explain how I come up with these poems because it just, it just is. And whether or not that makes sense, I don't know. I wish I can explain it to myself, but that's probably the best explanation I can give to myself and anyone else that's trying to figure me out as a poet because sometimes I can't even figure me out. So again, when it comes to this poem, because it was written so long ago, I can't say whether or not this was referring to myself and how I was feeling at that moment. It could have nothing to do with me. It could just be like I was just talking about, just a random thing, random thoughts. It could have been a piece of what I was feeling and it formed into this. So I'm going to leave it at that and I'm going to move on to the next one. And this one is called Screaming Words, Crying Tears. I need to get out, run away, and never come back. This image is killing me. The words that have been said, the punches that have been thrown. I cannot take it anymore. Abandon this place and never return. The memories here are tragic. The blood stains that taunt my every waking move. How can one stand such a place? What does one have to do to forget? Begging to be let free. Wanting to get lost. Wanting out of this horrible memory. Remembering every little thing that comes to mind. I have to shed the tears. Spill the blood. Dealt with the pain. Risking my life. I must get away. Screaming. A cry for help. Reasons for this is never ending. How can I survive? Falling to the floor. I can't seem to get up. Losing my balance. Scrapes and bruises cover my body. I don't know what to do. The next step, only God must know. Putting one foot in front of the other. Too painful to speak the words I feel. It hurts to swallow. To smash my fist into a wall. The effort it takes to raise my arms. It's agony. I am falling apart. Stuck in between this world. To escape this moment. To erase this from my memory. Something I can only imagine. A nightmare that has come true. To open my eyes and hope this will all just disappear. This is my life. Alright, so this poem was written on January 23rd of 2007. And like I had just gotten rambling about, I have no fucking idea where this poem came from. Um, I, I don't even know. I don't even have the words. Um, these obviously are not, well, obvious to me. 
are not thoughts that I personally had. Again, I don't, I can't even tell you where this came from. Again, just another random off-the-wall poem. Whatever I was thinking about, whatever was going on, whatever thoughts were in my head that triggered me to write this poem, that's what happened. I Again, I can't say that this relates to me personally because it, it honestly doesn't. So to try and relate to it on some level, um, maybe, um, when it talks about, um, let me see, I'm like re kind of rereading it, um, needing to get out and run away and never come back, um, especially what's going on currently, at least for the moment, um, I do want to get out and get away and never come back and go where fuck if I know because every place is the same currently. So there's really nowhere to hide. Um, abandoning the, again, abandoning a place and never coming back again. I, there are so many things that are going on currently that I wish I can just abandon and never come back and forget that it ever existed. But, um, there isn't really, there, there isn't anywhere to go. You know, I am, it's a nightmare that has come true as the last part of the poem says. And I, I hope to open my eyes and none of it will be there. And, you know, I can only relate to it in current times and what's going on right now in the world. But, um, as opposed to what I was feeling or what, I, I mean, I don't even know, you know, back in 2007, whatever I was going through, if anything, and if this relates to anything at all, this is probably just a random poem, random thoughts, whatever the hell you want to phrase it as. But again, I I can't really say much more about this poem other than what I just said. Um, you, the listener, reader, um, you know, if this relates to you in any way, regardless of what that is, you know, I'm, you know, take it as you will, you know, if this relates to you, fine, you know whatever I, you refer to it the way you refer to it. You take it in however you take it in. You define it however you want to define it. You know, this doesn't mean any one particular thing or about, you know, whatever. I can only tell you that it does not relate to me. I have no idea what the fuck was in my head when I wrote this. So I'm going to leave it at that as always. Um, and I will move on to the next one. This one does not have a title, so here it goes. I think I have forgotten how to feel. The drama, the bullshit, the constant struggle, the people who don't matter. When does it all disappear? I cry at night, hoping that someone or something will give me the strength and courage to fight back. But I only seem to grow weaker. I cry, fearing what will come next, afraid of the darkened doorway, for it may bring me to a much darker place. I feel numb some days, oblivious to the pain, yet at the same time, I embrace it, wanting more, wanting the urge to put up a fight. I crave the victory, but it's only another battle lost. I ache for a miracle, but then again, 
Miracles don't happen here, or so it would seem. So again, this poem does not have a title, and this poem was actually written September 1st of 2013. Um, I'm sure this was a poem directed personally towards me. I was writing it about me. What exactly? I don't know. I think I might have an idea, but I'm not really sure. So I won't go into that because again, I don't I don't really know. But um again, another poem that I can actually relate to my current feelings in current time. Um just the drama and the bullshit and the struggle and you know, worrying about people that don't matter, that you just want to disappear, um, crying at night, you know, I do that a lot, unfortunately. Um, life has gotten the best of me in a lot of ways. You know, the last few years, you know, I know I mentioned before my family and I dealt with a lot of stuff um, a couple years ago and that it broke me and my ability to not being able to take stress the way that I used to has affected my everyday routine or life, however you want to phrase it. But again, this poem, I don't, I don't know where it came from. I, again, because it was written so long ago, so many things were happening in 2013. Um, there's just so much to write about and I can't even really pinpoint what particular situation or event this was talking about. But as you can see, um, maybe this poem doesn't do it justice in terms of feeling the emotion. Um, if I pinpoint an exact um, event that I was going through or starting to go through, Reading this poem really doesn't even begin to cover my emotions towards that situation. But, um, yeah. So, I am not going to say anything more other than what I said. And I will just move on to the next one. So, let's see. This one is called Surrender. This eerie sound and the distant fear that drags from behind. Constant worries, always watching your back. You're not safe here. The sun has faded. You are now alone. Nightfall approaches. Soon you will lose your way. Cut off from civilization, left with nothing but yourself. It's time to go. Let's make a move. Straining yourself, contemplating your thoughts, to control what you know and hold back your secret will only be the beginning. Pose with a problem, a problem you cannot be rid of. You are pinned in a corner, left with no alternatives. You have done yourself in. There is no way out. Make your move. Or surrender. 
strategizing, your thoughts have become crisscrossed. Can't get around this. What else is there to do? You are a coward, a useless piece of information. This time, it is the end. Surrender now. It is time to give up. All of your thoughts, your strategies, your will to keep going, it's all a waste. It is now the end. So pick a place, close your eyes, take a breath. It is time to forfeit. Okay, so this one was written on January 22nd of 2007. This was kind of a poem when I was typing this out onto a Word document from my notebook. I kind of did some edits in between. Again, this was another poem that I read and I liked it. There was a lot of good stuff in it and it, it sounded good but it needed minor adjustments. So I did those minor, nothing major, just minor stuff. I didn't rewrite it. I didn't do, you know, any massive edits, but, um, I like this poem again, you know, with my earlier poems, I haven't really gone, um, you know, below like 2006. I don't even know the years on my other, the other episode that I, did this on, I, it's really difficult for me to go through my poems when I was in high school, when I had the poetry bug. Um, it's hard to go through my notebooks and read some of the poems that I wrote because it's like, what the fuck are, were you thinking? You know, these don't even make sense. Some of them, some of the poems I've, I've written, like I'm writing a sentence or including words that I shouldn't be including. Again, having the knowledge that I have now about poetry versus back in high school, 2001, 2002, when I started writing, the knowledge I didn't have, I I know the difference between the two, and I know that I was still an amateur and very inexperienced in terms of how to write a poem and what a poem was supposed to be in terms of format. But, um, I'm totally getting off topic, but it kind of not. Um, so when I picking poems and I, I see, and I'm reading, I'm reading through them to try and eliminate or take which ones I'm, I'm going to use. I see the potential in some of the poems and I like what I wrote and some of the words that I used and it doesn't sound tacky. I can do some minor edits and it wouldn't really matter much. I don't, I know a lot of my poems. I probably will at one point, once I come across them, rewrite them completely. Like I've already done with one of the poems I recited in the, on this episode. And it's, it's hard for me to not rewrite. You know, I look at the poem, like I said, I can look at a poem and like totally think this is complete shit and it doesn't make sense. And you know, the listeners are going to know it and it's going to sound like shit. And, you know, I, I second guess myself and maybe most of the time I'm wrong, but when it comes to reading my earlier poetry, I feel that I'm, I'm spot on, but okay. 
I'm going to shut up because I'm probably repeating myself and it's kind of sort of off topic. But about this poem, um, again, I have no idea where this came from. Another random thought, another random topic that just came up. Um, I, I don't even know where I was at. Um, for all I know, I could have actually, it could have been, I was probably working at, um, Vaughn's at this point. I, I did work in a grocery store. So what I would do when it was very slow, I was a checker, I believe at this point in my Vaughn's career, um, I was a checker. So when I didn't have anyone in my line or it was really slow or even on my break, I would, I would get phrases in my head and I would take, um, some of the receipt paper and blank receipt paper and I would roll some out and I would start writing and I would just stand there until someone came in my line and I would just write a poem. This is how random, when I say I'm random, this is how random I am. I can be you know, in the car and I'm thinking like, oh shit, and take out my phone and start typing out on, you know, whatever. Or if I'm out you know, eating at a restaurant or something like that, <clears throat> I can get a napkin or something or the back of a receipt that I have in my wallet already and just start writing. And I honestly think um, because it was around the time when I was working at Vons, for all I know, it could have been when I was working and I was on, um, slow time, downtime or break time, lunchtime, however you, whatever it, it was at the time. Um, and I just started writing. So this honestly could have been a work poem and whatever I was thinking at the moment, that's what came out. So again, obviously this does not relate to me in any way. It just came out. So again, I this could have been something I created at work. And I was just standing there. A thought came and it just went on. And because obviously this poem is quite long. Um, it probably took me a couple tries. Because obviously I, I probably, unless it came out really quick... I probably wouldn't have had the time to write this entire poem in one sitting without having customers coming through my line. So, and maybe I didn't even write this at work. Maybe I wrote it at home, but I know 2007, I was working at Vaughn's, so it could potentially be a poem that I wrote at work. So yeah, there you go. Um, all right. The next poem is called see unknown delusions trapped behind your eyes and there you lie devious to what you cannot explain becoming delusional in your own dreams feeling the pain that seeps beneath your skin collapsing wonders escape your memory upon your vision completely submerged in darkness, struggling to know what lies beneath. Your eyes are half open, memories fading from your knowledge, losing sight of who you are, slowly forgetting when to breathe. Thinking thoughts that make no sense, thoughts that seem to no longer exist. 
hearing a sound from such a distance, experiencing something never exposed to life, a self-image of yourself reliving the past that has forever taunted you, still pretending nothing mattered, crowding thoughts all around, contemplation, devious, oblivious, confused, words that cannot seem to break free, these unknown feelings. All right, I hope that poem made sense, and I, I don't know, I apologize if it didn't, but um, I wrote this poem on February 20th of 2004, so taking it back, I was a senior at this point in high school, so wherever this poem came from, I don't know, I could have been at school, I could have been at home, I, I don't know. I was somewhere, but I know I was still in high school. So, um, reading this poem again, I, I do see some improvement in, you know, as opposed to three years prior to that or two years prior, I, up until, um, college, when I, when I went to college, I, when I was in high school, other than English classes, I have, there were not any poetry classes available. So, I mean, other than being in English and, you know, having to, what started my whole poetry obsession was writing a poem of my own. But other than having that particular beginning knowledge, um, I don't know. I, this poem does sound a little bit better. I did not touch this poem whatsoever. I did not alter it. I did not do any edits to it or rewrite it in any way. So what you see or what you hear is what you get. This is straight from the notebook. Um, yeah, uh, I, whatever I was referring to, I, I don't even know. I probably wasn't referring to anything in particular or referring to myself. It was just something that came out. Um, random passing thoughts, I guess. So there's really not much else to say about this poem other than I was still in high school. So I will move on to the next one. And I apologize if my voice is like really raspy in this episode. I'm having a really like clearing my throat spell. And every time I do that, like I feel shit like clog up again and Every time I clear my throat, like, it makes my voice sound raspy, so I apologize. But, um, this poem that I'm going to read next is untitled. It does not have a poem. So, here it goes. Someone help me. Help me understand that everything will be okay. Help me to not be scared. Make me believe that love is a good thing. Tell me not to cry. Hold me close and rock me to sleep. Look into my eyes and tell me you love me. Show me that you understand. Guide me through my feelings. Wipe my tears away. Place your hand upon my face 
and gently kiss my forehead. Let me know that you care. Promise me you won't lie. Promise me you will never leave my side. Help me understand this life. Help me get through my rough days. Smile so I know you still care. Tell me that I'm beautiful, even if I'm not. Make me believe I am more of the air that I breathe. Take me away when I cannot bear. Let me know that you will be there. Someone help me. Help me understand that dying won't cure my pain. All right, so this poem was also written on February 20th of 2004. Um, this honestly could have been a suicide-related poem. Not mine, obviously, because I'm still here, but, um, you know, I... Not many people know this other than um, maybe one person, maybe two. I did have suicidal thoughts at one point, and, and it was in high school. Um, I'm not sure if it was this time or um, a couple years prior. But um, as not this past episode, but the episode before, I did write or I did recite a poem that was related to high school, one that I did rewrite from the original. I did rewrite. High school was not really a good thing for me. You know, people say high school is the best four years of your life. Well, they're full of fucking shit, at least for me, because high school was a waste of time, in my opinion. I didn't really gain anything from high school other than fuckery and bullshit. Um, I don't know if this poem was pertaining to that. It, it looks like this has something to do with, um, maybe a breakup or being reassured by someone that you're, you're dating or, you know, that you're possibly in love with. But, um, reading this, this is probably, um, a help me understand life so I don't commit suicide type of thing, like talk me out of it type of thing. Um, again, I, I had one suicidal thought at least one time in my life and it went away. But, um, this poem, I'm not really sure what I was talking about. I don't think it had anything to do with me personally. It could have been, it could have not been, not the suicide part, but everything else. Um, again, I can't really explain much about this poem other than I was a senior in high school still. Whether this had anything to do with um, high school related stuff or boyfriend stuff or wish I had a boyfriend, so I'm going to commit suicide type of thing. Not me personally, but, you know, in terms of the topic of the poem, it could go either way, however you portray it, 
however you define it is how you define it. It may not even be anything related to what I just said. You take it how you need or want to take it. And that's, that's just it. So I won't really go on, on this poem, but, um, I will get on to the last poem of the episode. Um, this one is called wanting. Been put through far too much, living a life of torment, placing my face in my hands, crying tears of unwanted thoughts, wanting out of this life I struggle to live, having so much anger inside, building a wall amongst myself, excluding me from the world outside, ruthless and cold-hearted, regretting ever been born, wanting death to take me, alone and not wanted, having spoken words that are unheard. In my own way, I prevent myself from moving on. I sit and cry through the loneliness. I am better off just being alone. We'll never find a love that will last. Wanting to leave this place. Wanting out. Wanting death. Okay, now that is a suicide poem. Um, this one was written February 23rd of 2004, again, in high school. Um, I, again, I'm not going to say this is about me because I don't think it was. Um, I know it wasn't. Like I said, I, and it goes back to what I had said a few minutes ago about writing stuff that I cannot personally relate to. I come out with poems. I come out with suicide poems. I come out with, you know, if I find them or decide to, I have written about poems about actually attempting suicide and the end result. Um, and for whatever reason, I, I have a couple, if not just one, talking about or describing rape. And I can't say that I have personally experienced that. But the way I describe it in my poems, it would make it seem like I did know and I have experienced it, but I haven't. Again, I, I can't even explain to you why I come up with the stuff that I do. And I know this sounds repetitive and I'm always saying it, but I can't help but bringing up because I am still trying to understand how I come up with the stuff that I do and try and justify it in some way or another. This one, again, I'm not even really sure where I, I came up with the idea for this one. I, I want to say that I didn't have these thoughts in my head. I might have. Um, like I said, this was high school era. Um, high school was rough for me. There was a lot of bullying. There was, and I'm going to say torment because that's what it was. You know, I, high school was shit. I, if I could have skipped high school and said, fuck it, 
if I knew what I went through before I went through it, I would have said skip it. If there was another way to do it, I would have done it. Um, and I'm not going to say high school was the worst of it, but you know, I experienced that shit even before high school. It just intensified because people in high school are fucking douchebags. And even as an adult, you know, you just, you find out that people are just a bunch of fucks and nobody has a filter. People are going to point things out to you that they feel is necessary because they're just jerks and that's what they do. And people don't realize that words do hurt. You know, people throw out, you know, sticks and stones may break your bones, but names will never hurt you type of thing. And that's full of shit. And as much as I want, I don't want to admit it, words do hurt. Words, the words that have been said to me over the years have stuck with me. It has formed my idea of myself, and it has shot my self-esteem to hell. And I hardly have any self-esteem. You know, people, you know, anyone who's listening, you know, if you are following my personal Instagram and you see that I post selfies, it, I don't, like I said, I have very little confidence in myself and very low, if not zero self-esteem and posting the selfies that I do, one would think that I'm full of myself or that's all I do is take selfies. It takes a lot to get that far. You know, I may think I look cute in a picture or I may like how I look in a picture, but someone else can see something different or someone can make a comment and there goes that. You know, I I shouldn't care what people say, but everything that people have said to me since I was old enough to retain those words have really screwed with me as a person. And that image of myself that people have portrayed on me has stuck with me. So that's the first thing that I see when I look in the mirror. So, I mean, I'm, again, because this is a poem that was written when I was in high school and the type of poem that I just read, I'm only going to assume that this was where it was coming from. But again, I could be totally off kilter and I could be wrong. And this has nothing to do what I'm saying with what I'm saying. I'm just, you know, it, there were a lot of feelings when I was in high school. Um, I almost dropped out. I wanted to drop out. I changed classes a couple times because certain people, because of certain people, um, you know, I, I did have suicidal thoughts. You know, I didn't carry out anything. I didn't do anything to harm myself. I wasn't hospitalized, but the thought was there, you know, why am I here? You know, I'm, you know, whatever I was thinking in my thoughts, but, um, you know, again, reading this poem, I can't help but think that that's what I was referring to. And, you know, going back and just reading this, I am brought back to that year, to those years in high school And what I felt during that time, like I I did not like high school. I hated high school. I wanted out. I couldn't wait. Like four years was way too long and I just wanted to get out. But, um, 
I I don't really know what else to say about that other than what I've already said. But, um, yeah, and I don't really like to end on this note, but I don't have another poem to read to kind of boost the whatever up. But, um, unfortunately, I'm going to have to end it here because I don't have another poem um, up and ready, and I'm not going to sit here and scramble for one. So I'm just going to end it here. So on that note, I guess that will conclude today's episode. To those of you who are always tuning in and even those who are just joining in, I hope you liked what you heard. I hope my uh, straight from the notebook raw poetry with no experience didn't scare you away. Hopefully it wasn't too bad and I'm sure I couldn't read worse. Um, again, I hope you liked what you heard in today's episode and hopefully you tune in next time and I didn't scare you away. You can catch this and future episodes at anchor.fm forward slash fractured poet. This episode of fractured poet was written and produced by me, Katrina Wisniewski music by alternative rock volume one and rock electronica volume four from freeplaymusic.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Fractured Poet, or you can follow my personal account at Fractured Goddess. And as always, thanks for listening, and until next time.